well i mean yeah maybe this this reinforces the the techno populist point that it's just different blends of of these of these things and there's no at present there's no um easy way to get outside of that of that logic and to defend a, an entirely different um sort of political claim but but, yeah. but even the even the what should be easy pickings for the left and specifically for this left for the left that actually exists which would be anti-austerity and to say well okay we're under lockdown because you've run out of hosp- icu beds well, that's a problem. I mean, look, I, I don't know exactly the details across different countries and the, the cases have been quite varied and often don't yeah. map onto what you expect um, in terms of where there are beds and where there aren't, whatever. The, the point being is that seems to be a fairly, would be a fairly obvious point at which to push. Um, and even yeah, and the left hasn't done that. And they're, but they're also complicit in it. So, I mean, Britain has very poor, um, you know, has obviously been, has uh, the public health service has been gouged in various ways. The mismanagement of the pandemic also means that we actually had fewer emergency wards available over the course of the pandemic and the lockdown. Um, but it's also true in Sweden, you know, so the kind of the pinko fluffy social democratic welfare state is also um, the reduction of public health spending there means that, Per, ca- in per capita terms, it has um, far fewer um, ICU beds yeah. than a comparable states as well. You know, so but there's a, there's, like you yeah. say, the picture is very muddled. But social democratic government um, parties have been complicit in all of this over the last few decades. And sure, therefore, but, but, but here, this is why they don't have a leg to stand on in opposition either. But, but the extra parliament, I know, but the extra parliamentary left, if anything, has been an anti-austerity left. I mean, that's the one thing that they have done, and it's what was behind Corbyn and what was behind, what behind other kind of new kind of left populist parties. So, you know, it's you'd true. think that that would have had yeah. some expression. That's but true. we saw, uh, you know, not to say, lockdown. yeah, not to say we, you know, uh, we were so great, but we, we did see this coming. We did in the, you know, the initial drafting of the book way back in December, 2019, you know, the, the, the arguments in there, that the centre-right governments are going to are going to become state capitalists. They're going to have these big investment and expenditure programs. We obviously didn't see Corona coming in the way that it did, but if that you know, that, and I think that is right. And the left has remained in a kind of anti-austerity mode. And if you have these big kind of um, coronavirus recovery funds or kind of furlough forever or all of these sorts of big expenditure things, then it, you've been wrong footed. You know, that shows the, the limitations of of anti-austerity politics. And actually, you know, the Tories were, were quite happy to move to just junk neoliberalism and move on to kind of, you know, whatever project they're, they're pursuing at the moment. And we could talk about the nature of that. But um, yeah, I mean, that's that's if, if you're framing is anti-austerity then you know if there are big headline um promises of of expenditure then you know where you don't have a leg to stand on so let me let, let's um wrap this up the discussion of this sidecar piece by um, wolfgang streak with one final point i suppose um and then move on to the next one and it's to say this is i suppose the take-home point um for us to think about and um, for you, our listeners, to think about and everybody else, I suppose, is that Streak has put the um, disintegration of the EU back on the agenda. Um, so after it seemed to kind of get over the hump of the debt crisis and seemed to be kind of shake, shaky, but um, nonetheless intact, he suggests that multiple conflicting pressures as a result of um, the pandemic, as a result of um, geopolitical pressures, and it's still its internal economic problems it's lack of democratic accountability, but these strains are going to begin to show and it's going to start buckling again soon. And that's the, um, that's the point to take home and think about, I think. 
Well, if that didn't make you horny enough, over to our resident sex correspondent, Alex Hochuli, that's me. Hey there, you've reached the end of a short excerpt from an episode that's been released only to our patrons. If you'd like to join us and gain access to around two Patreon-exclusive episodes a month, please go to patreon.com slash bungacast. We'd love to have you.